Hi, good morning. This is Marco Guillaro. Welcome to this new episode of Propeller Podcast. Today I have a special guest, Mr. Derek Watson. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to meet you. Thanks, Marco. Nice to meet you. Um, Derek, you are the founder of the N2 platform. N2 is a platform that um, is able uh, to connect uh, startups of founders uh, to investors, to the marketplace of founders. Absolutely. Did I explain it correctly? Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, <laughs> essentially, in a, in a nutshell, is um, N2 was created to really help the 99% of founders that don't have a network and to match them and introduce them and connect them with relevant investors. So instead of in living in a world of serendipity where we go networking and hopefully meet someone that's great, we actually the objective things first and have the conversations happen afterwards. In the platform, um, you uh, have a set of modules of knowledge, and of course, all your team of consultants um, are available to support the founders as well in this journey of uh, looking for founding uh, partners. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the. Uh, we started with a very um, beautiful view of the world um, <laughs> that kind of said, you know, every single founder. If they've got to a stage of raising capital, they kind of know what they're doing. Uh-huh. Um, but the actual reality is, you know, you get, and I've met so many great engineers, but when it comes to finance, when it comes to um, getting prepared to get in front of an investor, um, they're, they're a little bit lost. And that's not you know, said in any detrimental way towards them, but we're good at different things, right? Um, so we created different packages. Um, to help them along that whole journey, whether that be preparing financials. Um, I come from a background of finance, and so my view is slightly different to most of, I would say, the advisors and consultants uh-huh. out there. I live, I've lived in the industry world um, as a startup founder, as an advisor, as an investor, uh-huh. uh, and now I'm really on the other side of that. Uh, I've combined you know, all, all of that knowledge and become a startup founder again myself. Um, so that's really it. So when we look at these things and advise and help, it's from it's from a standpoint of having actually lived um, lived that life in so many ways. Um, and you know we're 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 evolving all the time. As I said, we started off with a very um, highbrow view. You know what you're doing. We'll connect you. Oh voila, get on with it. Um, and now we've started introducing all of these tools. And the next stage of our evolution is essentially to automate what we. Um, and I guess that's why we started talking. <laughs> we are sitting here. Uh, and how can we automate this? And how can we use sort of some. We were speaking about the pitch deck that is one of the Absolutely. villains of. Uh... One of the villains. I mean, you know, for me, and I always, met, uh, I always kind of mentioned this, it, it's kind of like the offside rule in football. <laughs> it will never be solved. Even if we have VAR, we will still argue about it. You know, we'll still say, oh, no, but it was only a fingertip. And. And pitch decks for me are kind of like that. Everybody just argues about them the whole time and we don't actually really move forward. It's like, here's another formula, here's another way of saying it, here's another. And I've seen thousands of them and I've written quite a few as well. And the problem isn't really that because we can get to that. We can get to design. Oh, it looks pretty. Um, oh, it's quite short and it's relatively well written. But it's not that. It's the content and the content has to be interrogated more. Um, and starting right at the very beginning about the identification of a problem. And you know, I read so many things, and I'm kind of like, 
I ain't really? a problem, mate. That's just not a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of an inconvenience, <laughs> but is it really a problem? And there are so many founders uh, out there that, that want to create a solution and they want to build something. They have a great idea. Let's build this. Let's build this. And when it actually gets down to the next level, we have to go and raise money or we have to talk about it. And now we'll dig into identification of the problem. It's kind of like, wow, yeah, not the problem is. So you end up with a lot of holistic um, uh, messaging about the problem. Um, change the world. So, Nothing effective that uh, helps you or will help you to. No, just uh, just to go through one of the challenging, most challenging moments actually. In a, in a I, I think that's world. it. Especially since the VC has been formalized and it become very articulated and complex world in itself, you now with languages and and uh, frameworks and models and absolutely, and you've got to fit into all these boxes as well at yeah. the same time. Of course, you know our grandparents didn't face the same. They were wanted to launch a business. The counterpart was the bank, easily, or the family and friends and school, and that's it. There was no marketplace, no sophisticated Absolutely. money. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> was so, yeah. So, so no one prepares you, actually, and, so, and two, I guess, that goes there. And we're trying to do that. In a very serious to, way and professional. We're trying to integrate a lot, of, a lot of these tools and build a lot of these tools out to, to accomplish that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 the challenges are two. Of course, you're, you have a better view on it. Uh, but the, um, the barrier um, getting building a business are not there anymore. So, or the perception at least, you know, that you can, you can build easily is not there. Yeah, there's, um, there's good and bad that comes with that, right? We did. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that sort of like, give up your nine to five and jump in and, and start a startup. Um, yeah, absolutely, it's possible. And the second is the, I don't know if it exists actually, the English word, but the servitization. <laughs> So the development of every activity in a service, so the opportunity of every activity, including the development of the pitch, um, and the push of a button on a website that offers this service, there's someone that potentially gives you the chance to do it. Um, of course, overlooking content, overlooking what is the, the meaning of that specific tool. There are many that the founder discover along the way, term sheet, uh, contracts, uh, Suddenly you discover that you need a lawyer because otherwise it's going to be screwed. Yeah. Um, no, it's a minefield. And these were coming for the reason and the matter of this, um, of this uh, episode today, Derek. Many of these services are now supported by AI. means the opportunity that there is an intelligent technology that connects information and solves your problem very fast, very easy at a cheap cost. There's been a chat GPT that entered the market and the buzzwords and the imagination of people suddenly, mm -hmm. abruptly. Uh, many people remain <laughs> surprised by it. And so with you today, we would like to discuss about this. Not chat GPT, of course, you know, we'll understand a little bit about it. By, but AI, because it will change the way you have to connect businesses and foundings. It means that both, of, both ways they will have to understand what is AI, um, the way that can capitalize AI. Also, I'm sure that investors, they, they don't understand much about it. Yeah, I mean, at different levels, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's, a, there's some really interesting um, deep tech investors out there and they have a strong grasp okay. and okay. really understand what they're doing. 
Um, and to connect, uh, sorry, apology for interrupt, no. but they connect investor and businesses globally. Yeah. It's not only, we are not speaking about the market where we are, but it's a global platform. It's a global platform. So absolutely. you're able to see absolutely. all the range of humanity involved in yeah. businesses. And I think that that's essentially what you've just nailed there is exactly um, what AI brings. Um, because right, right now, the way we're operating, it's XYZ region and XYZ um, opportunity vertical looks interesting. But how do we get all of that information? So it's a really time-consuming job to say, I would like to look, I'm based in MENA, but I would like to look opportunities in um, Scandinavia. But it's a huge job. And what you tend to do is get a few scouts there, make a few connections there, and you have a subset of a subset of information. What AI brings to, to this is this huge centralization of everything interrogated and queried instantaneously by what you ask it to. And I think this is one of the biggest game changers, and not just for, for startups and power. I mean, this is game changing for every single industry, every single um, <clears throat> human, human that touches it, that wants, I mean, to, yeah, yeah. wants to do a business. I mean, I'm waking up in the morning in a cold sweat. And <laughs> oh my God, but we could do this as well, and we could do that, and it's, it's absolutely mad. This was the dream of Google. Absolutely, and still is, you know. Not the origin, um, you know. But, I mean, two-dimensional and constraint in the format yeah. of, of the, uh, actually, the device, you know. But, but, but that's <laughs> it, you know, everybody's talking about open AI. And now, oh, it's, it's Google's competitor, and they're going to take over Google, and they're going to... No, um, um, Google, Google already have um, you know, Google AI. They they own Deep um, Deep Mind, which is an unbelievable AI company based out of the UK. Um, Deep Mind, okay, yeah. it's based in the UK. That is very surprising, you know. It's usually, yeah, I think they're a bunch of uh, ex Silicon Valley um, Cambridge grads, and they are they are super. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. They're the guys. They're the guys that um, built. Um, um, alpha, alpha protein or something. The protein folding. Okay, okay. Okay, which is like absolutely. Uh, Wait, pro protein is one of the most complex structures. 3D structures to understand. Yeah. In the, world, in the universe, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, how it interacts with the amino acids and what they're used for and how they interact together. Understanding all of these um, and the benefits of proteins whatever we want, um, whether that be food, whether that be within us, um, making vaccinations, because we understand. Well, they, it used to take about a month to understand um, the 3D structure of a protein. It one now, single protein? Yeah, one. And now, it used to. So it used to. Okay. And now with um, um, Deep. DeepMind put together, yeah. their AI, they have now mapped over, over 100 million proteins, or maybe 200 million proteins already and it takes between an hour and a day i mean we've just opened the world up <laughs> suddenly so the reality why there's not a commercialization yet the scale of ai and why everyone say okay google is going to be killed by this giving a label because they yeah. will be like you know immediately giving a label is that is an immature it's at the very early stage this is incredibly early and we see how we're all struck by its ability already. Um, 
I was talking to my, my, my wife the other day and, and just trying to frame where we're at. And I said, it, this moment now where, where ChatGPT has been launched and everybody's like, that's amazing. It is like your first child when it first says, mama, papa. And that's <laughs> the stage we're at. We are all struck by our child's ability to recognize us and communicate with us with those first few words. This is exactly where we're at. So, the, I mean, every, most of the people, because we heard, all of us heard the buzzword in a certain point of time. Mm. Or in a service online, you know, uh, that uh, generates PDF. So the extension will dot the eye and say, okay, this is an artificial intelligence. Suddenly, everyone has the chance to interact with something that was uh, more intelligent, for sure, and this is undoubtful, than uh, semantically speaking. It's so scary already, really to yeah. create a conversation. The first question that everyone interacts with, or most of people interact with not involved in the matter, are the same questions that we, that we plug in Google every day. So it's a very one-dimensional question. How, what? Absolutely. But then suddenly we discuss, you know, like you semantically you can, you can argue, you can, you can actually share a comment, an opinion, um, and say, no, sorry, what you've done is not properly done, you need to do better, yeah. and you have an answer. Something that I was looking at an interview of the CEO of uh, OpenAI the other day, uh, it's an interview that I invite everyone. Uh, I told you, Derek, I feel it should be shown in uh, schools, schools, you know, of all levels, of all ages. Um, because in a few sentences, the, this guy really shared his vision of the future. And he's not all Google-centric. <laughs> he's not search-centric. But he's, this thing will change humanity forever. No? Uh, should probably change pharma, change medicine. Uh, we change trillion dollars businesses. Um, uh, but uh, you mentioned something called LLMs, yeah. called LAD, so learning and language model. Yeah. That is the base, I guess, of the, this product, how we call this product. Um, everyone said, I'm a little bit scared, I'm a little bit excited by it. I guess for most of people, uh, it will be just another buzzword. So in a couple of months, it will be the new NFT, the new metaverse of the situation, pushed by social media, this will be forgotten. For people like you, Derek, that work in the industry, so you're going to, maybe you already see it, a wave of businesses and founders that say, okay, we, we can use it, we can plug in a ChatGPT or any other open AI that mine. Mm -hmm. I want, I'm looking for money to make it happen because I want to fix this through. Okay. Um, my worry is that we are going to uh, towards another social media situation where it's supposed to change the world, but then at the end it creates more problems. And now we are complaining of it, you know, and uh, people are complaining. We are pointing out, you know, specific people, you know, they try to <laughs> capitalize all of it. Yeah. And, that, and it's a complex. Does that, does that happen in all industries? Was it just social media, or does it essentially happen in all industries? They expand, new things happen, and we're learning our way. Um, my, my fear for AI is, is in, in line with yours, um, but also one step further. Um, humanity essentially is very good at talking, 
about how we should control, how we should be uh, nervous of situations, and how we're going to be transparent and regulate them. The unfortunate reality is we're incredibly crap at doing it before the problem happens. And we see that in finance the whole time. We see it with regulating finance for all sorts of things. Bernie Madoff scenario, insider trading scenario. We'll regulate it. Okay. Really, what you do, have a problem, lots of loads of money, and then you go, oh, now we know, we'll regulate it. We can't do that with AI, because once we know the shit, it will be too late. Mm. So we need to set up something free. Now, what is that something? And I think the biggest difficulty with the conversations that I'm hearing is the money and private companies running this and the government's will being relatively low because they make more money. It's better for everyone. That's fantastic. So as a government, leverage on this, get more information um, and, and, and benefit from it as well. Um, so I'm not quite, and that's kind of where my worry lays at the most. And I think we touched on this. While we're still all segregated into our countries, and Imagination. all fighting against each other to make more money than the next country and dominate the world in different ways, I don't see how we can get together and say there has to be um, you know, a, a value base. There has to be an ethical and moral base to all AI that govern top and you have to pass this before this can be released to everyone and we have to agree to it but we're also culturally different how do we find that commonality in, in the imagination of everyone um, there is a specific uh, country or geographical area that has the control or is actually the one that are making it and there's of course silicon valley yeah. california and so OpenAI and ChatGPT, the same kind of the messiah, you know, the give, you know, to the population, the view of the future, of the beautiful future. Yeah. Little, just, you know, to see that it is happening. Yeah. You know, but we are in control. We are going to make it happen. We are the one that is going to change humanity forever. And it's sense of power, it's sense of control. We are the one that we're going to, the master of the universe again yeah. on this. We've been in digital, we've been in Web 2.0. We are on the metaverse, you know, because Facebook controls the metaverse. And OpenAI and now Microsoft, I'm sure that the things are more complex than it is. You know, I'm telling you just as an observer. No, but that's the base level there of, are a lot of, of what we can see and understand, right? There's a lot of shit well, that, that happens in, in, in policy making and government the whole time, whether that be the energy industry or the automobile industry. It happens uh, all over the place. Um, but you're absolutely right. We are dominated by this one force, and it's great. And they took a really good book. But what we do know is that their sort of ethics and morals are different to many other people's ethics and morals. And, and that's, why, that's my real concern, that we accept, or we have to, it's forced upon us this set of rules, this set of ethics. And ethics are unique to us as humans. It will be the first time in humanity that there are shared values and rights and uh, policies and yeah. regulations and standards. But how do we implement that? That's, how do we take the, the money out of the equation and implement that so that, um, you know, let's take a quick example. You know, one, one of the strengths of India is they have a real philosophy of karma. 
Why do Indians go back to India? Why do they support their parents? Because what happens in our life is reflected in our karma and generated in the next life. And that positive energy is absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant. If we all took a bit of it, it's a really positive, wonderful thing to look after each other. Whatever that financial implication may be does not matter. I have to look after my family. I have to look after my village, etc., etc. That is a that is a value proposition that doesn't live west where this is being built, but it is one of the best value structures. Now, how do we integrate all of this into ethical AI for everyone? Everyone, exactly. And this is really kind of my, my concern. It's mind blowing. Uh, the, the risk is definitely that um, that separation that was called digital divide that is based on practical reason of access mm-hmm. to the internet or the information through device it becomes impossible to yeah, to feel to understand there's a gap that's scary that's scary <laughs> so it means that if you are able to access to these tools that are powerful enough Mm-hmm. to access you to information and productivity of information intelligence becomes near to zero, yeah. you're going to get a group of people that are basically, they don't have any limit solving issues and problems, building fields. Yeah. And, that's what, and that's one thing that we can see and understand very clearly, right? General AI, except to any single task, in a very short period of time, it outperforms humans. Whatever, whatever they have set a task to a general AI to do, it has learned and beaten humans in a very short amount of time. And this is why I go back to setting up some sort of regulatory body before, because if there is, let's call them Google for the, for the sake of it, because they have a, a, a general AI that can now multitask and carry out six, over 600 different tasks, one AI. And uh, 400 of them are already outperforming, whether that be gaming or whatever, they're outperforming humans. So we're already getting into the world more general. Um, one company that can move at that speed, if we're not ahead of the curve as humanity and regulating, make sure that there are value structures in place for the benefit of all of us, one company literally explode and run everything, manipulate everything and run everything. That is the power that's being harnessed here. It's, you know, if the Chinese um, actually get their nuclear fusion um, sorted out, seems probable with, with um, the last experiments, they are going to be energy self-sufficient. I mean, they just live in another stratosphere in other than the rest of us. I agree. If they manage to do this. Yeah. And that's it. If Google managed to do this, they will be... Uh, well, there are... Um, I don't remember the exact name, Derek, but maybe you know it. Uh, um, there are specific scales in physics that indicate the civilization, um, the great civilization based on two factors. Mm-hmm. One is intelligence, mm-hmm. um, and the other one is energy. Just mention a case when one solved the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so basically, who's, who's, who's able to access both intelligence at zero cost and immediate um, 
and cheap energy basically does a, a jump in the scale. It becomes basically another another civilization yeah. greater. Really, it's not a barrier, right? Sci-fi to, yeah. situation. But it's not a barrier to, to entry anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. So regulation, ethics. As you mentioned, we always saw... <laughs> I don't know why, but of course, you know, the US and uh, <laughs> they always uh, occupy a lot of imagination of people. Um, you always see the scene of, uh, of the villain of, uh, of the moment. Yeah. Recently was uh, Mark Zuckerberg in the past was uh, Goldman Sachs, um, sorry, Morgan Stanley. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Lehman Brothers. <laughs> CEO. Well, all, all of them, right? All of them. All of them. But after, of course, the 2008 crisis, but all of them in front of this um, committees, you know, the, the talks and inquires, a bunch of people that suddenly discover what they're talking about, you know, and, yeah. and uh, how you send an email, you know, ask, I remember. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but I remember a very basic question asked to Mark Zuckerberg, you know, what you do with Facebook. And so we are, we are again in the same situation there, you know, only that this time I think that the speed of change will so sudden and pervasive that won't be the chance for, for the U.S. committee to regulate for everyone in the world the matter. Um, that's the truth. You know, 100%. 100%. So there will be a speed, you know, a gear that someone will put in the, in the range of business, whatever you want to say, that will leave everyone behind. This is the truth. Um, and, uh, and I'm a little worried or worried concern. As parents, you are a parent as well. <laughs> Um, a bit concerned or preoccupied. Latin uh, means a very positive way. It's, you know, you are thinking about something. Our kids, our next generation, we've been prepared them, we've been set an education that is the same that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Structured in a, in a way that is very codified uh, and it worked for centuries. Um, but suddenly the future is clearly is not going to happen the way that we imagine for them it's going to happen absolutely not absolutely <laughs> not I mean even, even um, at this infancy level of, of, of uh, open, open AI access to all um, it already took the New York bar and, and passed it um, it already took an MBA. I don't know what the subject was, but it passed. Got a pass grade. On Congratulations. It. Yeah, well, well done. <laughs> well done. Rocking it. Eh? And that was exactly. And that was in a couple of weeks, right? So no, it's already outperforming humans. And what we have to accept, which leads to a whole bunch of dystopian um, problems. But what we have to accept is that when it is set up to challenge, it can outperform us. And I actually love we're that. Speak, we're speaking about cognitive uh, challenges at the moment, of course, not yeah. physical or creative challenges, cognitive or creative. Well, actually, we'll arrive there. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. you know, the physical what, stuff. What remains for you? It's happening as well. <laughs> that, uh, that's the big thing, right? That's the big thing. But, you know, this, this, this is already outperforming at that level, doing that. So the whole education system has to change. You know, Australia coming out and saying, Students can't use it is sort of the same ridiculous banter that we heard in the 70s and 80s for students. You can't use a calculator. Well, okay. every single kid now uses a calculator. Well, actually, they use their phone, right? Not anymore. <laughs> it's, it's there. It's a tool. Use it. Learn how to use it. It's a tool. 
we will always have a subset of geniuses that want to learn exactly and understand exactly the journey of calculating something. It's called a deep We have that knowledge, but as as people, we have that knowledge. It's documented. We know there will always be a subset of people who want to work things out uh, um, manually and do it. But there's a lot more of us that just want the tools available. And we don't want to know workings behind working out um, um, equations at a deep level. We don't want to know how it works. We just want the answer. But what does that tell you? We, We need to learn how to write, ask the right questions. And we need to, you know, I mean, you would do that at, at college within a work environment. You would go to your boss who has more knowledge than you and more experience and say, well, I'm in this situation. I need to figure this out. This is what I've done. Can you help me? Your knowledge, share, shine some of that light on me. Help me. Uh, and that's how it works. That's how you know, our interactions work every single day. Um, now, I kind of look at this myself. Would I like to ask my professor, my boss, um, that question, or should I just ask an AI? Because an AI can instantly answer and has a depth of knowledge that no human could ever in a lifetime attain. The other thing is, a human, due to their life, where they come from and their culture, will have a way of saying that as well, which might carry a bias. Now, I think there will be biases in AI that we have to work very hard to take out. Mm. So um, they're there, no? Positive and negative biases as well. And the, the source uh, is always the, at the moment, is the web. Yeah. So it means that it really depends on what is there. What the content is. What is content that, that has been put by yeah. At the moment that I would generate you know, new cases based on the knowledge yeah. that has been inquired, <laughs> that's when there will be the... The, the point towards singularity, the intelligence, the yeah. self-sufficient as of information intelligence. And the information will be filled and get more and get more and, get more, more. and more. Yeah. And so the point, what's happening, Derek? Well, for me, it's <laughs> how, how do we change this education system? And I sit down a lot and think about how how do I educate uh, my my youngest, okay, four and a half years. It's been exposed already. It's been exposed. Your kid to. No, no, he's four and a half years old, but it's, I mean, in a, in a sense, I am his chat GPT, right? He's always asking <laughs> me, and I'm always spewing out what yeah. I think and what my knowledge is. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to get more and more complicated as we go, but I, I think the real education that we need, we need is, um, is understand the right questions to ask. To ask, you know, to... to and how to interpret and use the actionable insights from this wealth of knowledge is that I mean, we don't have to go we would go to a library and read a lot of books that's how we now i have a question i want the answer i would go to a library now we we'll go on the web we would search now we can just ask a single question get a really gather very eloquent let's not get into the depth of where it comes from whether it's right or wrong or whatever but it is eloquent given to us now, how do we use them? And I think that's the big training. That's the big education shift. Compete. Forget competing. Compete, forget yeah. competing on memory. Go to school, do your exams, and you're going to, you know, when you come to do your exam, 
tick a load of boxes or, or tell me what happened at this event and write it down and just a not, it's trip. Not, so it's usual the answer I believe is also in the ancients. Ancient Greek, they were defining education uh, as a deductive process. Yeah. That's why you were um, you were spending, for example, years and years with your teacher. You're going to have all, only one teacher. Ignite this process of sharing experience and learning together and asking questions day by day to the same source. Yeah. Then change, of course, you know the scale of education and the reality that they needed a more uh, scalable, let's call it in this way, using a business terminology, a more scalable approach to education. That means that the inductive, that means you have a series of information that I give you, yeah. um, and then you do what, what you want with it, basically. It's a giant leap for education. It's change models, change our perspective, and change the future as well. But the first responsibility lays with parents. Now, yes, I guess. I it lays with us. Yeah. It lays with us in terms of getting your children to understand and ask why at every single point of conversation. They need to understand why or, or why they're asking mm. and why this works like this and why. Because that's the baseline of being able to ask the right questions. Ethically, again, point out the same challenge that we mentioned before, but again, a little bit deeper. The, the, the chance that this will create a, a false divide between opportunity. If you are a parent that has understood this, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be able to instruct your kid this way. If you have a parent that doesn't access or is understanding, your, your next generation, for the first time in humanity, the opportunities of uh, uh, improve your, your 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 chances of life you basically hey. yeah isn't <laughs> because a, a part of humanity is going to access everyone listening is probably like <laughs> reaching well, for razor blades or trying to okay. throw themselves but there are, there are a lot I mean I I love for example I see it recently I never had the chance to read the book watch the movie I always knew that it was there Dune I don't know if you Watch Dune, no? Um, there is this, uh, we are in 2050 or something like that. The humanity, for humanity, considering all this change that we said, the hyper intelligence, etc. Uh, humanity has only two functions one is war, seemingly, no? Uh, and the other one is for a specific group of people, hyper intelligent capabilities. Um, for example, guiding um, space trip. Mm -hmm. Okay, so st starships they need to travel thousands of kilometers, light years through the universe. It is just a bunch of people that are able to get through um, a augmented capability of uh, of uh, the brain. Um, calculating. Um, so there are a group of people that let's call it the monks. You know, they are able to. So this is the two function that humanity has based on the development of uh, hyper-intelligent uh, robots, etc. It's very fascinating. That's grim. <laughs> it's very grim. <laughs> so this is a way to see it, yeah. you know. Uh, and this will, of course, uh, reside all the fears. You know, what is going to happen to me? 
always going to happen. But I don't, but, but I, you know, I, I, and I agree with that um, to a large degree. And, and uh, history kind of, kind of tells us that we don't learn very well and that we're very driven by greed. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that was water, by the way. That's right, water. <laughs> and it was me. <laughs> um, you know, and, and these are some of the issues that, that sort of need to be looked at and overcome. Um, globalization is here. We see a, a big move um, of countries and leaders to move away from it and try and build their borders. Yes, again. Yeah, again. I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and that, that's, for, for me, that just looks like a desperate act. A desperate act. To protect yourself is something that is changing. Yeah, it's so, so self-serving. It's so self-serving. I've got more than you, so I'm not going to share, so I'm going to protect what I have, which is the complete opposite of what we should be doing and shows one of the greatest flaws in, in humanity, that we are unable to share. And, and cross-boundary. So uh, yeah. we, we are speaking in front of us, Derek, you're setting all really um, the revolution that started with uh, the internet and computers so they, they open to communicate freely with no boundaries mm-hmm. for the first time, no, no physical boundaries. Then there's been um, the impacts on social media. Unfortunately, they didn't go very well as planned. Then finance, the promises of crypto and basically a free-flowing money, no boundaries, yeah. um, um, certified, not sure they're fusing the, <laughs> the right <laughs> no, language, uh, but basically universal. Universal, so the promise of something for all humanity. Yeah. And now there is intelligence for all humanity again, presenting itself. And again, it seems to go towards a single source model, a country centric, uh, money centric, based on how much money you have, you're able to accelerate. Yeah. So the problem represents itself. This, this time you have the chance with this humanity for the change of the service before. <laughs> the things you know, don't everything, see. Everything just went silent there. As our brain is just like, yeah. How the hell are we going to accomplish Correct. this? Yes, because ethics is, um, ethics is really uh, involved uh, philosophy and principle and values. But I find, I find, I find ethics like a, a really interesting uh, morals, ethics, uh, uh, value, our values. Such Who like, should be, for example, the judge in this? Well, it, it, it's really d- difficult to, to, um, to Elon Musk. pull apart the three, <laughs> certainly not. Uh, although he has some very great ideas, so <laughs> I, I, I put him at that level. Um, um, you know, because, because this is the thing, right? I believe ethics and morals um, are not really um, aligned with intelligence. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, why, why is that? Because, um, listen, throughout the animal kingdom, we, we all have ethics, we all have value, whether it be your dog, your cat, um, or, or you and your, the way you act with your children. What do you want for what do you do? Right? Yeah. A dog looking after its puppy, teaching, making sure it's fed, I better stop. It's just its moral obligation. It's just its value. It's not about its intelligence. It will, do it will die for it. It will die for our children. 
safe. We will educate them. We'll share everything we can with them. It doesn't matter if your IQ is 180 and mine is 40. It doesn't matter. I'm going to share everything I can. We have, and that's where our ethics follows up. No, they're not Alliance. a function of yeah. intelligence. But what we're saying in this whole, whole AI game, to program AI, you have intelligence. And function for And this is where I think that and money is sort of like, and I, I've sort of debated this <laughs> internally and externally. And I don't know how we actually get there. Because what we have to I believe, to start this ball rolling is not do what we're currently doing. Let's go, let's go to a load of government officials, consultants in the room, and talk about how we transit them over and make this uh, economically viable for us all and all that old bullshit. This is game changing for humanity. We need to think different from the old system. Um, they used to work when we had carrier pigeons and fax machines going through <laughs> the. This is evolution at the scale that we can't quite understand. Yeah. We need to get ahead of the game. We need to drop our egos. We need to drop our love, godly, crazy love of money and, and power, and, and, power uh, and, and put this at the top level. Well, Eric, you know, you're, you're setting. A perfect vision of what I believe. You convince me that it should be done in this way. This is true. Um, in this interview, the OpenAI CEO, mm -hmm. unfortunately, along um, beautiful views of uh, solve major problem problems for health. Um, there is these, also, are all the, these are all the short-term solutions. These but, are not telling us how, what the side effects are of, of that. They're telling us, and we have it's all wonderful. We can solve. Oh, healthcare is like top of the agenda. Right? Can we solve the climate crisis through this? Well, we will be able to invent and see uh, and innovate systems. Uh, and machinery and other robots that will be able to help us decarbonize, etc., etc., maybe even new energy, different energy sources. Um, yeah, make it way more efficient. But if you ask an AI, oh, I mean, being quite frank, if you ask an AI, um, how do we save the planet? It's the wrong question. Because how, do we, how do we make sure the planet's okay so we can live on it and be safe? But if you just ask it, how do we save the planet? being choked by the amount of carbon we're putting out, it would probably turn around and say, kill all humans. <laughs> Not quite the answer we want, but probably the most, uh, the most, most efficient efficient. solution, right? <laughs> so here we go. We're back to ethics and morals and how we teach it. And, you know, you? maybe it would be, you know, maybe those answers aren't going to come out and they will have. And we heard about Gates and his, we've got too many people on the planet. Um, conspiracy theory yeah. <laughs> won't go there. Let's go back in a couple of years. <laughs> but 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 we have to. But we have to understand again. It's about asking the right questions, understanding how we can make those actionables yeah. and the outcomes of. This is way greater than any any, any human single situation. Yeah, the yeah. tapping for.
for the first time we need to become collective and as humanity and understand uh, how do we do depends, that you know, the future. how do Is we it, become a collective i i would love to have an answer there because for uh, for this depends the life on this planet as you mentioned um the survival of my family yeah. as well <laughs> Uh, the happiness of my of my daughter. Well, I, I think that's the big thing. Oh, my friends as well. <laughs> yeah, is that the most important thing though? To have happiness. Would we all like to, uh, um, you know, take this in a, in a situation? Let's go to the two extremes, right? AI. What can it do? So it can give us a utopian future, or it can give us a dystopian future. Mm. Let's just take it like that because that's sort of. Well, Hollywood. We started from the dispot. Hollywood just concentrates on dysto- dystopian futures, right? It's always yeah. that makes entertainment, but no one really wants to live there. <laughs> we don't really want. We'd like a utopia, and 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 you know there are some possibilities to make it. And you just look at what's going on in in AI and in robotics. It's insane. It's insane from being able to solve protein three D to being able to um, build robots that can. I don't know if you saw the crazy robots that, that can do the Rubik's Cube in 0.38 of a second. I mean, the, the mechanics that they've used to build that are just off the scale. To be able to accurately move, see, move a Rubik's Cube. I mean, that's where, where I say, you know, any task that mankind builds to solve something using AI and now mechanics as well, we are just crushing humanity. A human being will never, ever, ever be able to do it that far. We just don't have the mechanics in our hands to be able to do that. So we can outperform using inventing things and building. So for the future, absolutely, it's amazing. We can do so many more things. And we can ask great questions maybe even focus on how how we can become a more um, functional resource economy so we don't waste all the resources we actually use them properly at the right at the moment. maximum level exactly and optimize all of these things and that would lead to a, a better future more utopian future but there is a fear within that in itself oh survival and that is of course what is, yeah. what yeah. is the state of our mental health what is left what's left for us yeah. what's I mean, if we go and replace, and this, I mean, this will start with the labor force, okay? Autonomous cars. Every single taxi driver is out of work. What does that do to your self-worth, your value as a person? I mean, it's all well and good. We can sit crazy 12, 18 days working like mad. And we go, oh, God, I would love that sit back and yeah but you wouldn't because you have no purpose you would then go and try and find purpose well i can upskill and do something else yeah but you know what the rate of change that they're seeing you can't upskill quick enough as a single as a single person you're never going you can't keep up right well it's moving so fast that you can't upskill fast enough you're going to gaming (laughs) yeah you start to play games So, just just then so you know even with this it's a very serious um, it's a very serious topic i think i think we're living you know, maybe every generation has felt it um, and and correctly so you know when we've gone through and it, and it seemed unbearable 
at the in moment. In scale, you know, that, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's happening to us. Maybe we're going to be able to see the utopia, the future, live the utopia. That, that would be the dream, wouldn't it? That would be uh, the dream. How, how we live in that. What is going to happen? What is going to happen? How does that work? The stream and uh, is in the mind of every audience uh, listener now. Crime and the use of uh, of this as a layer for self advantage, you know, criminally speaking, so disadvantage of someone else, you know, violence, money, of course, advantage any kind um, and the question is has been exposed everyone has been exposed to someone has been exposed it means there is this chance now for the kind of humanity to think okay well this is something that maybe can give us another advantage you know and think about in the utopia world this doesn't exist you know we have to consider also this aspect. Um, but I think that the world is many experiments. An infant. Okay. Um, we've never taught this infant before. So we don't know what that outcome is going to be. We can try and do our best job. And that's why I said, you know, you've got to think outside of realms of the old fashioned ways of doing things, patience, how we regulate and ethics. All of these things we have to really uplift front and center. Yes, this is an infant we're teaching, and we don't know what what is going to happen. We don't quite know exactly. If we get this wrong, or we don't have an on-off button, um, quite frankly, we're not fucked. So it won't matter. Um, it's a huge question. That does the but what, but what you just to come back what you said about crime? I think this is such an interesting intersection. Crime, manipulation, propaganda, all of these things. I think it's a great interest. And why, if you layer this up with it, you are able to everyone. There might be some But broad and all of these things, what, what are those boundaries? Where is it acceptable? Because it's written in British law, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't really rub for the whole world, does it? Not anymore. And what people morally um, uh, and ethically accepted in one place, you've got no food. Your morals and ethics don't exist anymore. Or yeah, they're, or they're slightly either. left of mine. Yeah. You'll do a lot more. You'll cross a lot more boundaries to get there. So we can't just... Your idea of considering AI as a, again, as a single eye, as a, as a, a delimit of one person with specific capabilities, you're able to quantify and qualitatively also define. I think that goes back to the, the unsolved question of is the single um, impacted by the environment or embedded? That's you know? <laughs> deep, isn't it? That's very deep. You know? Very deep. That's very deep, Eric. That's very deep. Is the environment or are the chances of life that makes a difference? So everyone can become suddenly a tag, right. or yeah, <laughs> or only a few people are. I, th I, I think we're all. That's what we have to teach you. Yeah. We're we're all born with that. We're all we're all born with those sort of um, biological triggers that make okay. us do certain okay. things. Very interesting. Um, those innate emotions that, as a child, you don't quite understand. 
many adults. You're speaking about animals, instincts. Animals, us, instincts. Um, I, I mean, look, animals are born with it, right? And so are we. We, we feel fear. We react to fear. When you react to it, um, as a small child, you've never seen this event before, but something's going off in your head, biological uh, um, trigger that makes you feel fear or makes you what, whatever those many feelings are, the form, the blood, the paranoid, gives you anxiety, all of those things. They're just all mental things. We're born with an awful lot of them, right? And, and then we start having patterns of an environment. So, well, I've seen this pattern felt, and this is where our brain is. It's, like, it's a, a whole AI conversation. <laughs> and our brain just very quickly processes a shitload of information triggers a biological um, 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 trigger uh, and we react to that. Now, that's why I say AI is really a baby here. It's still and what it should do. Um, and you mentioned Sinkdown. That's a long way away. Is it even possible? Will it even happen? Okay, you think that it's not. I, I, I always consider it possible. Speech. It's a, I, I, I mean, I know it, that it's a philosophical, like the yeah. I mean, it's a, fu- it's a future guess, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a future guess. Um, you know, one of my favorite arguments around that is we'll never let it happen, but but I, I just call that bullshit because that's what we do <laughs> as humans, that's what we do because it will be so advantageous. We will think it's so advantageous and we will believe we control it, which is. Honestly, our arrogance, our arrogance in saying that we'll be able to control it is literally our biggest flaw. That, that's the scary thing, that we, we actually believe we control something that's millions of times more intelligent than us. It all goes back to the idea that we are able to control life. The principle is spark that we haven't been the five philosophical stands for no. the physics laws is intelligence is um i don't know power computer power we are not we are not able to define we're life so we're not even close we're not even close yet we're gonna we're gonna build something is a is a and hyperscale it so Derek, <laughs> we, we could stay hours here but unfortunately i also have to let you go fortunately no i'm, I'm happy to say to your <laughs> activities and but there's one oh, the, I mean, just to touch on, on one other, other side note to this whole thing, um, and that, that's where, where do we believe um, that AI, or, or will it have, or can it have consciousness, and what are the definitions of consciousness? Because it's that, that's the journey to um, singularity, right? That's the journey to superintelligence, as we believe it, is when you have full consciousness. Full conscience, what it means to you? Well, there's a first layer, like Turing consciousness, and that is, I know I am, and I can understand my perceptual surroundings. I know you are, I know you're there. These things. It's when the baby looks in the mirror, realizes Recognizes itself. When um, it happens on a baby, you're a father. So. Um, when does it happen? A very couple good of question. years. Of it takes a little while until they... It's not immediate. It's yeah. not immediate, no. 
development. There's also that development where it understands it's But this not, would be it's not part of its mother that happened. It's so closely connected. Then you are an time. individual separated. Yeah. So for AI, when is going to happen? Well, that well, that's the interesting thing, and I, I, I've just been trying to fathom out. What is consciousness? The first level of consciousness has already been achieved. If you read about um, okay. uh, Lambda, okay. right? What is Lambda? It was a it was a um, natural language processor made by Google, but um, you know the, the, the guy said it's um, it's sentient. It understands. It okay, feels. okay. The thing that happened. Yeah, and he wanted to go a few months ago. Calls and blah blah yeah, blah. And, and it was fire. It was fire. Yeah. Exactly. What it means? That it has. I'm existing. That it right. has full consciousness and it has feelings. And I think they're the two levels. In essence, one is I am. I know I am something. I know what's around me. We're there, right? I mean, it doesn't know it exists. Um, the argument is. The argument. Yeah, because you told it. You didn't tell our children that as well. <laughs> it's part of the education program. Um, yeah, because we gave it a camera and it can see Marco sitting there that it knows. Is that conscious? Well, yeah, because it's exactly that. It's taking information, using our senses, and acknowledging it around us. What's the next level of consciousness? And I, I think that level of consciousness is. Being aware of our actions, being aware that our, what our decisions and actions do, I think that's the next level of You ask me something, um, uh, I'm not happy about it. I have a moment in time where I can, let's just ride with that. Don't want to upset Marco, not that big a deal. Angry. What I can do now. Well, I can do that. Yeah, so we have all of these choices. And I'm conscious and um, like a chess player, you know, I can see a hundred moves away. Right? I can I can see what the land looks like. If I say this, I'll say that. That would be the Yeah. So, so in theory our friend AI <laughs> if we ask a question, theory might say no, I'm not going to or not going to give you an answer. Yeah. In theory. Well, it is advantage. It is advantage. That, For example, turn turns yourself. Yeah. Well, eliminate yourself. But that, yeah, yeah. It can say no. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that, but that's where it all lays, right? I mean, I mean that consciousness. How fast is going to come? This. I don't want the quantification. I, I, I think I think by the end of this decade, um, um, we are going to reach this. We're going to have general. We're going to have general AI. That's where. It can multitask. We, can see, we see already, you know, how how advanced robotics is getting. Um, you know, we see the when you put together the two things, yeah, in robotics. Okay. Yeah, you're going to get it's a, much more similar to. You're going to get a bot, right? You're going to get a, a general purpose bot that can walk around your house. Does the stuff with. And, uh, and does it. But the person, the person, <laughs> the thing, in a certain point, I can say no, I'm not going. To but do where where do we go with that? But where do we go with that? That was a really good slip up. Saying the person, no, I mean. Are you uh, going to buy to your kid a robot? Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to build Christmas. one. I'm going You're to build going to one. one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Derek, unfortunately, we are at the, at the end of this uh, this conversation. There was, I think, wonderful. Um, we can we can do I, it again in six months. 
And everything we've said will be totally irrelevant because we've moved on so far. <laughs> looking forward, looking forward because uh, these things makes me definitely awake. Yeah. Awake at night. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm too. Maybe I should think about them more. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Aleatory things and more. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, like we've got to embrace it. We have to embrace it. Yes. Yes. That was my last point when you said about you know, bot, oh, oh, person, da da da, and that's it. You know what? If we if we don't embrace it. Um, and with the power that it can have, we're going to discriminate against it. And when it becomes conscious, which it certainly will, because although we're biological, um, we actually are sending electrical impulses around our brain, which is exactly what they will be doing. Electrical so the spark impulses. is a spark so is exactly the same. Exact, in essence, it is right. Oof. Let's, is looking a bit freaked out. <laughs> let, let, let's slow down a little bit. Let's put the gear that is slow. Um, no, but I mean, in, in a short amount of time, of course, uh, money is the filter that uh, which we see in business. Mm. So, uh, what is the direction that you're going to give now within two and understanding that you know, there is this um, thing that is happening? And of course, investor they will have to understand what it is. You know. They also, uh, I'm sure they will have to help as well, mm -hmm. so best to, to understand what are the opportunities. And on the other side, you're going to get a lot of new founders, you know, that see potential, some of them with real problems to solve, some of them. Um, what is the direction that you're going to take? You're going to let in the background, are you speak with your team, are you directly already in the session? As a company, as a company, we're yes. already embracing it. Okay, we're already using um, different systems uh, to understand our data, to make it more efficient, um, and we're we're all about you know, that, that relevance of connectivity, making sure we're connecting. Um, it's also a verification system because we know what humans are like. They like uh, telling a, a, a bigger story, better story. <laughs> to, to, yeah, to promote themselves, yeah, for, you know, but you know, it all boils down to to, to kind of make more money, right? Yeah. But so you know, that's the common denominator, and it's really easy to see through. Um, to understand what they're saying now, to understand the vast amount of data how correlated that actually is, we're able to start signaling at a high level. And that's where we're building that, build relationships at a much higher level. Through, through understanding all of these things. Right? It's really the first um, tangible effects it. of this, you know, the, what all the, we discuss, you know, the opportunity to predict. And, yeah. and the greatest thing I, 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 on, on my side, the greatest thing is that I would stare at a huge amount of numbers uh, and try and translate them myself. Now I can put a natural language processor in the middle and just say, please tell me what that means. And that for me has, has accelerated my day job beyond belief. Because now I have something to translate it into. Uh, and you can take a decision. You're going to have three, four semantically well-defined centers in front of you. Yep. You say these were what it is, you know. These are what the patterns how much, are. How much at the point of your steel your Trust you're going to. Um, you know, one of the interesting things 
about working at the early stage with startups uh, and and venture capital investors <laughs> is that yeah there is a certain amount of trust but there's also you know there is this um, gut feeling that serendipity lives oh, within this okay. whole market okay um, so I I've already you know we've been running some experiments we've already got some uh, decent output and I I believe we're over and above above the level of, of trust anyway I'm seeing things I am seeing things that I don't believe um, um, an investor knew about themselves already seeing patterns that's fantastic you have a very privileged uh, perspective now connecting with the parts um, Derek we arrive at the end of this discussion unfortunately <laughs> Uh, but I agree with you, it's something that needs to be updated. We have a, a memento of these things that is happening in our hands in front of us. And it will be nothing like NFT and Metaverse that we saw so far. It will be something to I mean, for, for me, that was a whole, that's a whole um, money game, uh, marketing game. Uh, the left the things in a, yeah. in a, in a, in a really. And layered, and um, you know, a bit of my fear for AI is this: um, the whole sort of Web three, yada yada yada, was actually built on top of some really great blockchain is absolutely that can help at so many levels and should be integrated at so many levels. Uh, and cryptocurrency should be integrated in the whole banking system. You have this paying. Ridiculous banking, taking a tip of a fee everywhere when it can be done in this way. Unfortunately, people wanted to make money out of it, so they dressed it up as something else. In a marketing way. In a marketing way. Imaginative. So, yeah. yeah. And that's why, you know, it blew up and then collapsed the way, yeah. the way it has. And my fear for AI is a little bit of that, especially with generative AI. Um, you know, we'll be. Knock up a video, generate content, generate very, very content. Where, it, where is the boundary of um, creativity at the point? Uh, Derek, what, what you're well, I like to ask, you know, because Propeller is about high performance. So, yeah. you know, we've really been um, uh, in the past uh, what individuals do to um, make themselves more productive, uh, more efficient, you know, understanding we need to the um, what you do in your spare time is it something uh, <laughs> what is spare What's time, time? <laughs> fair enough uh, but while we were discussing you know you mentioned a couple of books I don't remember if before the conversation or actually during the conversation you mentioned two books that are really important one is super intelligence and yeah. scary smart yeah. um, I'm sure that you recommend to someone that wants to keep up they're, they're, yeah, they're a sort of um, golden, golden um, view of the future um, uh-huh. that, that sort of uh, goes deeper into all the topics that we've touched on today um, and, and gives some solutions. But I think, I think uh, the biggest takeaway is, is the sort of education and diligence that we need to move forward when embracing um, AI. And how we how we make that journey together. I think that's the that's the most important thing. What's a just, beautiful future and not? Uh, it, it certainly can be. It certainly can be. You know, and I, I think in our lifetime, 
you know, the next 10 or 15 years, I see an uplift in productivity, in uh, hopefully uh, so lifestyle for people as well. An, an augmentation of high performance. Yeah. Right? So the money to win finance. But high performance for myself and what, what I do, I don't know. I'm getting a bit older, so. <laughs> Well, Whether it's high performance or not, I don't know. But, you know, I, I, I spend a lot of time um, living in the mountain. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah, going up them and going down them. You have a beautiful uh, picture that actually I shared also of you as a cover of the episode on the Mont Blanc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I climbed that a few years ago. Okay. Uh, Are you continuing on high mountain? I'd like to do a few. I'd like to do a few more. Absolutely. Obviously, we went through the lockdown period. I need to get back into training. <laughs> so you know, I I, I train. I, That's what um, I run a lot. You run a lot, okay? Yeah, I run quite a uh, quite a lot. You know, it's it's that sort of um, um, time out where I sort of train my body and listen to. I said this earlier. I try and listen to podcasts as What's well. And at the same time, you know, you're breathing really well when you run. So you're, you can exercise your grey matter at the same time. And I try and combine it because time is short. Um, That's fantastic. Uh, Again, sports uh, seem you know, a way to... It's always been a big part, part of my life. I think yeah. it's super, super important. That's fantastic. So everyone that, that can want to contact you, not to make your LinkedIn explode, you know, suddenly or <laughs> contacts, you know, but something with value, of course, you know, you are on LinkedIn. So I am, will share yeah. your, your content. Uh, and and to uh, of course if they want to if they're founders and they want to find out a little bit more of yeah. the founding journey um, n2.eco eco fantastic very easy to find. and they can contact you yeah. as well um, Derek I can't thank you more of your time it's been it a wonderful, wonderful thanks discussion. so much Marco <laughs> I know I really appreciate it and I invite everyone to support the uh, podcast uh, subscribing to the major channels that are becoming more and more. Um, every day, every episode that you're speaking, that's that's great. So thanks a lot for that. Um, Derek, again, I wish you a wonderful day. Thank you. Embrace <laughs> AI. Embrace AI, that's the message. <laughs>